As a lot of you guys know, my daily driver is a 2007 Infiniti FX35 Sport. It's about time I put some money into it. Can't just drive the NSX around all the time looking nice. Want to get some wheels? For over a decade, 4Wheel Online has been bringing the best truck accessories and truck parts to enhance the appearance and performance of all trucks and SUVs. They're dedicated to providing an extensive range of upgrades that will match any maker model on the road. Their truck products cover everything you need for a custom look and added functionality. I was talking about a wheel and tire package. Head over and use a configuration tool. They carry all the major brands of wheels and tires, so go get outfitted today. Visit them at 4Wheel Online. That's 4Wheel Singular Online. This is the Hard Parking Podcast, sponsored by Wright Honda out of Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm your host, Jay Finning. By the time this episode comes out, it will be Monday, February 8th, and the Super Bowl would have just happened. So I'm just going to call my shot right here, right now. The Bucks are going to win 33-20. to 20. I know this is an automotive podcast, but it's the non-automotive automotive podcast, so I can pretty much well talk about whatever I want. Plus, I'm a bigger sports fan than I am of even vehicles. Coming up on today's show, we have Wally Hippolito of the Off the Stoop podcast. We're going to talk about the game, and we're going to talk about his podcast, because his podcast is very similar to mine in, in the sense that, you know, mine is cars, and I would say his is sports, but he talks about so much more than sports. And he had made a comment about censorship, social media, and specifically Twitter, and where do you draw the lines? So I wanted to get him on and talk about that. Plus, we're going to talk about the game. Also, I got a special surprise for everybody coming up. I have placed multiple phone calls up to past guests and friends, some of which are just normal people like you and me. Some of them are pretty high profile in their respective fields. So had a lot of fun getting their Super Bowl picks. We also have a Builder's Corner segment. First time in a long time, Nick Hammond, local Miata owner. In fact, his car was so immaculate and so cool that it actually took first place over my car and a bunch of other cars in the modified division in the 2020 Future Collector Car Show. And I did this recording with Nick a few weeks ago. So I do not have a Super Bowl pick from him, but that's a really good, fun conversation. Great guy, so hang out with that. That'll be coming on after the Super Bowl picks. I figured I'd go ahead and talk about cars just a little bit, just a itty bitty wee bit, because I don't do it enough. So in the end of last year of 2020, California did their ban. They said by 2035, no more new gas-powered cars can be sold. A lot of people in the car community lost their head. A lot of other people said, well, that's 2035. That's a long time from now. It's a long time for a lot of things to change. Everybody just settle down. It's called progression. You know, I'm going to come back to it, but in today's world, people who do not know how to drive a manual transmission are made fun of. Younger people. They're made fun of. They call it an anti-theft device, right? A millennial can't steal your car because it's not because it's a standard transmission. Well, times have changed. Because a little history lesson, most of you already know. Once upon a time, that's basically all people sold. And if you wanted an automatic transmission, it was a luxury item. Like it would cost a thousand, two thousand dollars more. It's like buying a convertible. Convertibles are luxury. They're nicer. They cost more than a hardtop. In 2021, nobody wants a convertible. And if you drive a convertible, good for you. We had to make it roadsters. Roadsters are cool. 
convertible is not cool. So whatever. So now carrying forward, it's the same thing with cars, right? They used to be manual. Now they're all automatic with very few manuals. Now the good thing is emissions. And we talked about it with John Watts on the show a few episodes ago, formerly of Acura and Honda for 34 years. And we talked about EV vehicles and where the world is going and where the world has come from. About 30 years ago, there was no such thing as a hybrid vehicle as you guys know it, as many of you know it. I remember hybrids and I had a discussion with a longtime friend, Andy, and that's going to be coming up in a future episode. But to us, a hybrid is what people are referring to now as a motor swap. So if you drove a hybrid Acura Integra, that means it had a different motor in it. And that's what we call hybrids. Whereas now they're obviously half electric and half gas. So it would stand to reason that with Tesla and GM making announcements and Ford making announcements and all these other people, whether they make it to the end or they're just announcements, everybody's trying to get on the electric grid. Not a big surprise that by 2035, Internal combustion vehicles are not allowed. And so now Massachusetts has jumped on that. It will ban the sale of new gas-powered cars. They're just jumping on the same thing that California and the federal government. Like, everybody's talking about it. So everybody just, just chill. Besides, let's be honest. Every future movie, you have flying cars. And like iRobot, if you want to get something done, you kick open the storage container and you pull out your motorcycle. Which, by the way, that thing should have never ran. You talk about stale gas coming up, Wally in the Super Bowl. It's time for the social media highlight of the week, brought to you by Kuya Automotive, currently specializing in new and used NSX parts. New owners, hurry up and head over to Kuya Auto. That's one word K U Y O A U T O, K U Y A A U T O dot com, and inquire about Group I's special pricing. Or on Instagram at Kuya underscore automotive. That's Kuya Automotive, where Big Brother's looking out for you. Today's guest is Wally Hippolito of the Off the Stoop podcast. Wally, sorry it took so long. Welcome to the show. All good, all good, Jay. Right on for having me, brother. Appreciate it. You got it, man. The reason why I wanted you on, and and I reached out to you like a long-ass time ago, too. But I was like, one day I got to get this guy on. We're going to talk about his podcast. We're going to talk about a little bit of sports. I forgot what you and your guests were talking about that day, but I think you guys were naming quarterbacks from something, and I was like, that's not right. But the fact that I was listening to it and I had responded to it, told me that I need to have you on because some of the principles that I have is I want to be entertained, check. Mm-hmm. I want to learn something, check. I want to be part of the conversation, check. And it can't be so shitty where I just want to turn it off and I don't care what it sounds like because it's so shitty. So <laughs> you checked all the boxes, man. Tell us a little bit about Off the Stoop because when I first heard it, that episode was like 90% sports, but you no, you don't just do sports. You're almost like a sports fusion society. Yes. Yeah, so Off the Stoop podcast, it's, um, I guess you could say I'm going the Joe Rogan route. One of the main things that I want to push, so I'm Filipino and I want to push my culture out there and I can't help but talk about the things I love on the way, right? So there's sports. I think you and I have spoken on a little bit about politics on through Instagram and things like that. I also talk about a lot about Marvel. So I have like an eclectic group of guests and, you know, sports is my end all be all. And I don't know what, what quarterback controversy you're talking about, but I have, (laughs) (laughs) I have spoken a lot about sports. Uh, I think a lot of times during the show, I'll rant off that I'm a avid gambler and I'll just spew my, my bets of the week. (laughs) 
which I'm not going to lie. It has got me in a little bit of trouble with some people, but a lot of other people have appreciated it as well. And um, yeah, so off the stoop podcast is just me talking to some dope people, meeting people like yourself and just kind of growing my knowledge in a way that like, especially in 2021, I can't conventionally do and have a, like a really legit conversation with someone. No, you don't have any Filipino questions for him? I do, but oh, go ahead. you actually mentioned his last name wrong. Okay. All right. Wally, how do you pronounce your last name? It's a uh, Hippolito, but it's a lot of people say Hippolito. I just flicked him off. So, no, Stefan, <laughs> Stefan, how are you going to tell the man how to say his last name? Because where I'm from, where are you it's from? Hippolito. Is it like when an NGUN? You know, no, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to tell Wally how to say his name. Uh, Steven, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said my name wrong. Yeah, he's like, oh, we got to let him go. He's fake. <laughs> yeah, so I was listening to one of your episodes recently, and you were, because I don't, you kind of skirt a little bit on politics more than I do. I really don't touch on them. But you, one of the things that you said that I, that I agreed with, I was nodding my head, was the social media censorship. And specifically, you know, a lot of people don't like the the former president and that's fine. But when you start censoring, you know, it's a dangerous game, right? When you tell them they, that they can't tweet. Yeah. It's, it's such a dangerous game. And I agree with you a thousand percent. And I think some people are kind of clouded in their judgment because they're so far leaning one way or the other way. They can't just kind of step aside and just look at that for what it is. It's like, I get that people don't like that person, but it's a, that's a slippery slope. Right. Yeah, dude. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Like people don't like Trump, but what? who's to say that in a couple years that, I don't know, Dorsey is going to enforce something where you're not allowed to talk about him and they're just going to start kicking him out. And who's to say in a couple years, Facebook doesn't buy Twitter. And then all of a sudden you got this three headed monster. Right. Like it's like, it's like fucking, um, who's that monster in Godzilla? Uh, Rodan. Rodan. Uh, yeah. Rodan. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stefan, no, how no, do you no. pronounce it? <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. But you got this three-headed monster on one body, and then all of a sudden they control the whole tech sector, and all of a sudden we're getting censored left and right, and it just becomes like this mass hysteria of what, like, who's allowed to say what? We're all tippy-toeing on top of whatever quote unquote, the masters say after that. And I, you know, I disagree with Trump. And if you've listened, I actually, I, I don't like Trump, but I yeah. love him as a marketer. And yeah. that man is a marketing genius. Like for what he's done, it's, it's fucked up. Like he's fucked up. He's fucked up for humanity, but he knows how to market the shit out of something, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and that's another skill set that I think a lot of people miss out on. And, and I don't mean a skill set specifically to, to Donald, but just the ability to step back, and this is actually a good transition into the Super Bowl because it's the ability to step back and say, you know what, I may not like you, I may think you're a steaming pile of shit, but you're really good at this and i got to give you props for that. And, yeah. you know, that's kind of my defense of Brady right now. I don't know, who do you have in the Super Bowl? Uh, dude, you know, I, ever since last year's Super Bowl, I have an adamant, a continuously growing hate for Patrick Mahomes. So I'm rocking with Brady and the Bucks this year. Patty Mahomes. Don't get caught calling him Patty because his, his mama gets mad. Or were they calling him Pat <laughs> or Patrick or Patty? They called him Pat or Pat. Patty. I think they called him Pat Patty. and mom got mad. His name is Patrick. 
So why do you hate Holmes? You know, I'm a lifelong San Francisco 49ers fan. Uh, okay. uh, I've never been able to see a Super Bowl win. We've been a two. We were in two Super Bowls this decade, and a bunch of NFC championships with nothing to show for it except Cap is out the league, and we got Jimmy G now. So I, I hate Pat Mahomes forever. I, I just have to. So you're the <laughs> yeah. So you're the opposite of the Brady hater because all they did was win and. But yeah, you're right with Superman last year. And you guys had that. You know, if, if Jimmy G didn't, I, th- I think he kind of lost, he, he lost an opportunity to put you guys in the position to win. And then, of course, Cap was what, fourth down, right? Yep. One play yeah. away from, One play from, away. from changing the way we look at Kaepernick in, in history. Dude, I, I, I shit you not, I replay last year's Super Bowl in my head almost every single day. I always think to myself, they should have called that PI on, uh, or that holding call for Bosa. That should have been a, I think it was a late, a late hit on Jimmy G. We should have tackled Tyreek Hill. I, I replay the whole thing in my head more than, more so than I do with the Ravens game because, you know, just like Nick Foles, I mean, Flacco got hot, but last year's it, it really stung. And you know what hurt the most? With seven minutes left, my girlfriend was watching the game at this place called Soma Street Food in San Francisco. And she said to me, she, I was stressed out. She looked at me and said, babe, don't worry. They won. And I looked at her with the, with the eyes mm. of death. And I said, Mm-mm. you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> We're going to break up after this. <laughs> We're breaking up. What is she doing these days? Oh, I still love her. She, uh, she, she's not in the room right now. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a thing. Like, just like people who don't understand, like, if I want my team to win, you better be up by at least 14 with like a minute left. Yeah. Outside of that, you know, you know, no, no lead is safe. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, yeah. I mean, if the Chiefs win, mm-hmm. you know, good for Patrick Mahomes, you know, setting setting history as the youngest quarterback to win two Super Bowls and probably two Super Bowl MVPs. But at the same time, man, I'm I'm going for for the Bucks. I think that the Bucks roster, if healthy, because their defense is finally gelling and they had some key. I mean, fucking, they won the the freaking NFC Championship game and both their safeties were out. You know, yeah, they yep. they were they were monsters. They definitely made up for Brady's terrible second half because he was slinging it the first half versus yeah. the Packers, yeah. but then all of a sudden he just started throwing some ducks, and it was like, is he bored? I mean, it's not like he's not used to the cold, right? So it it was kind of right. weird. I think the Bucks can pull this off. You know, I outside so. of Tyreek Hill and <laughs> Travis Kelsey, offensively besides Mahomes, they really don't have much. Yeah. And if that offensive yeah. line, you know, Brady is the least sack quarterback this year, if that offensive line can hold off that Kansas City defensive line, which I don't think is as good as it's been in the past, I think they'll be they'll be fine. And who cares that they lost earlier in the year? The Saints kicked the Bucks ass twice. Mm-hmm. They did. Dude, I I don't I don't I, I think it's gonna all come from the uh the front four for the Bucks. If they can do what the Niners did last year, and honestly, their their front four is way more vicious than ours is than ours was last year. They got guys who are hungry that yeah, want to eat some. They they got guys who can eat people alive, and then they have those two linebackers, White and someone else. White is a beast. Yeah, and they can definitely put him on Kelsey, and I I think they're gonna wreak havoc on Mahomes this week because. That O line is terrible. Like I think two of the Fishers out, their left tackles out, and their left guard is out. It's like a patchwork job. You got the Bucks, man. Do you have a score? Yep, I got 
Bucks 27, Kansas City 23. I think Butker is good. I think, okay, I don't know if you're allowed to put gambling on on your show, but uh, I'll sneak in a little. There will be a missed field goal. And it's Wally's Butker. lock of the week. That's, that's going to be one of my picks of the week. And I think that line is like plus 320 right now. All right. There it is. So you said Butker's going to miss a field goal? At least a PAT or a field goal. That's that's what it is. All right. We'll find out, and this will air next week. So hopefully you're right. But if I'm wrong, uh, don't quote me, and don't don't DM me either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm not a gambling man. I'm, a, I'm always afraid to. <laughs> hey, that's why I got to get into stocks too. You know, you got to you got to take the safe bet with the bat with the with the actual bets. You know, that's a slow gamble. So tell oh. us how to tell, tell my people how to get a hold of you. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Off the Stoop Podcast. You can follow my personal at Wally Hippolito. The same as my Twitter at Wally Hippolito or three thousand. And Off the Stoop Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon music iheart and pandora thanks wally thanks for taking the time we'll get you back i appreciate it jay thank you i want to thank wally apolito for coming through on the podcast so he's got his lock in i have my lock in i called it earlier we're both going for the bucks but now let's go ahead and get some predictions from people out there this is jane jane d'amelia who's gonna win super bowl the New England Buccaneers. New England Buccaneers. Go, New England. Go, Brady. Bye. Bye. Yo. Ryan freaking Eversley, who do you got in the Super Bowl? I'm taking Tampa because everybody said Brady was not going to be crap without the Pats, and here he is again. You have a score? <laughs> no clue. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because I'm kind of the same way. I'm like, you know what? I'm, not even a, I'm, I'm tired not even of all this shit fan. talking. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even I'm not even a Brady fan, but it's like the guy's really damn good. I don't know why people can't get past that. And it's a good story, right? Yeah, exactly. Can I ask you another question? You got that. That was a question. So that's three now. Go. Shit. When are you gonna come on the cast, man? When are you gonna give me more than three seconds? Did you get my invoice? No, I haven't got it yet. Make sure you ah. send it to my email. Yeah, Venmo, baby, get at me. Happy to be on. All right, get off my call. <laughs> Hello, Peter Cunningham. Speaking. Who do you got in the Super Bowl? Green Bay all the way. <laughs> Another question. When are you going to come on the podcast? I'm not sure. So Eversley just told me to invoice him or to pay his invoice or something. So, Are you going to pay it? No. Would you? I've paid a lot of Ryan Eversley invoices. So he probably owes you a lot at this point. So Green Bay all the way. That's my pick. Okay. Bye. Yo. Mr. Noel G. What up, what up, what up? Who you got for the Super Bowl, man? Oh, come on, dog. You already know the Raiders are going to take it. Like they take <laughs> everything else. That's the winning team right there, homeboy. That's, it. That's what's up, man. All right, well, good luck wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, man. You out there filming somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Out here in Puerto Rico, man, doing the dang thing. You know what I'm saying? Plugging another one in. Boricuas. All day long, just like the Raiders. All day long. Hit them with it. Hit them. All right, brother. Thanks. All right, my G. Hey, Mr. Billy Johnson, who do you got in the Super Bowl? I'm going to go with Brady. Got to go for the Buccaneers. Got to go for the Buccaneers. Getting ready to take off? Yeah. Yeah, here in a little bit. Where are you headed? Heading back to L.A. Awesome, man. All right, man. Thanks. Safe flight. Cool. No problem. Thanks a lot. Take care, buddy. Yeah, bye. Hey, what's going on, Jay? 
Mr. Valencia, who do you got for the Super Bowl? Oh, man. This was a tough one for me because, you know, I got mad respect for the GOAT Tom Brady, but Chiefs got too much firepower, man. I got Chiefs 31-27, man. 31-27. You're the first person to give a score, and you're the first person to actually give me any sort of analysis. <laughs> you know me, man. I'm a sports nut, but right. you know what? Chiefs got it. My homie's he's the man right now. All right. We'll see. Appreciate it, man. Hello. Catherine Cox, who do you have in the Super Bowl? I have Kansas City Chiefs by six. You have a score? Uh, Total score, 30-24. 30-24. What do you think about that? He's asking me. Oh, I didn't know you were on the phone, too. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a high-scoring score. No, what do you think about her answer? I mean, (laughs) I'm going for Tampa Bay. The so, voice you guys yeah. are heard, are listening to is, is Estef's. So we call you Estef, or do you want to be Stefan? <laughs> we got to we got to think of your name, your first appearance on the show. Well, Stefan's okay for now. Okay, what do we call you later? <laughs> Steven. Okay, we'll call you Steven. Have you seen that commercial for Steph Curry's? Oh like no, I have not. That was a Steph Curry commercial. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, I missed that. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, basically, the agent was calling him Steven. He basically corrected her and says, Stefan. And they went back and forth until oh. the agent says, Stefan. And then the Dan. Did he say Steven? He said Steven. Mm-hmm. Catherine, you might remember this. That reminds me of the Butter Parquet commercials back in the day. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I do. <laughs> my parents, not to, not to carbon date you or anything, but like my parents found that. They always Hilarious. found that so funny, yeah. Do you know what we're talking about, Steph? Like, no. It was like butter, uh, butter, butter. And they finally said butter, and he's like, parquet. Yeah. It was like a margarine commercial. It was supposed to yep. be like, used to just like butter. All right, thanks for your pick. Of course. What do I win if I win? Nothing. Oh man. <laughs> Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hello? Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Who do you have for the Super Bowl? Oh, I don't know. I don't even like football. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the unpopular answer, but uh, it is what it is. Um, but anyway, what's going on? Oh, nothing. That was it. That's it? That's it. All right. Wait, so that's why you were calling for Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, oh I apologize. I don't have an answer for you. I don't know what's going on. Friend of the show, Wes Tankersley of the Shapey Success Podcast. Who do you have for the Super Bowl? Going with the Bucks. I hate Brady, but I want to see old man win one for a new team. Very good. All right, I'll catch you on uh, One Drink Wednesdays. Let's get her done. Bye. Hey, buddy. Joseph Gad official. Hey, how's it going? Any better, I'd be you. Who do you have in the Super Bowl? Oh, wait, you're asking. That's already a complicated question. <laughs> one, I didn't know the Super Bowl was happening and awesome. two, I don't know who's playing. All right. So we have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Kansas City. All right. Is that is that a good answer or a bad answer? I don't even know. Because they both sound to me like second-tier teams. Because I haven't do. really heard of them. Like, And I'm only saying Kansas City simply because I know people in Kansas City. I don't know anyone from Tampa Bay. And the food is better. In Kansas? Kansas City. Known for their ribs. Kansas City barbecue. Well, there you go. So yeah, so yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't know. Just yeah. 
Okay. Stick a donkey on a blindfold me and put pin a donkey on it, put a tail on a donkey. And, it's, and that's about it. Kansas City, okay. Yeah, that's all I wanted. You're the man. All right. Thanks. Take care, brother. You too. Bye. Hello. Hey, man. Mr. Noah R. Nelson. J. 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 I like that. I like that. I got to tell you something. Okay. I know you're in muscle cars and not football. I don't know. Don't tell me you like apple pie, too, because then you'd be too American. I like uh, pecan pie, actually. Uh, well, two out of three ain't bad. Who do you got for Super Bowl? Uh, okay, you do realize you called somebody who knows absolutely nothing about the game of football. And yes. When I say nothing, that's an overstatement. Okay. Um, here's the thing. I like both the Chiefs and the Bucks, not for any other reason than I like their names. I'm going to say my prediction is that I think that I think the Chiefs are going to run the game most of it until the end, and I think the Bucks are going to come from behind. That's based on nothing. Absolutely nothing. But that if work- I'm right, if I'm right, you're calling me all the time from now on. That works for me. The last person said they sound like some like B-grade teams, so it's kind of the, the, the contrast is funny. And you're both in the same industry, so I appreciate hey, uh, it. Yeah. All right, man. Later. Good talking to you. Bye. Hello. It's extra Chris Cut. You are a sports personality. You know everything. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Do I need to tell you who's in it first? Whoever Bo Jackson's playing for. Excellent. (laughs) All right, man. Thanks. Later. Bye. It's time for the Builder's Corner segment. The Builder's Corner is sponsored by... Four Wheel Online for over a decade. Four Wheel Online has been bringing the best truck accessories and truck parts to enhance the appearance and performance of all trucks and SUVs. They are dedicated to providing an extensive range of upgrades that will match any make or model on the road. Their truck products cover everything to give your truck a custom look and added functionality. Need a wheel and tire package? Head over and use a configuration tool. They carry all the major brands of wheels and tires. So go get outfitted today or visit them online at Four Wheel online that's singular four-wheel online or call them 813-769-2451 today's guest is nick hammond local miata owner nick welcome to the show thank you for having me of course so first order of business future collector car show i'm sure you've heard that it's been canceled for this year what are your thoughts on that and it may be gone permanently i did not know about it being permanently yet so it being gone this year Definitely look at the timing of it, just with how large the event is. I understand the decisions that had to be made for it, uh, just given Arizona's current environment. So it is going to be sad to not necessarily see it this year. I do really hope that it comes back next year. It truly was one of my favorite events. It was actually the first time I ever actually went to the event was last year. And just kind of since then, seeing how smooth something was ran, how well it was put together, just everybody there and just kind of the environment and the feeling that you got there. It's going to be sad to not see it this year, but I'm I'm hoping we can come back a little bit stronger give some people some time to work on their projects. So uh, there's no excuses in uh, 2022 with uh, the builds that are going to be out there. No excuses. Yeah. Hopefully it'll come back. Um, But you know, with, with Rebecca stepping down from classiccars.com and she is the one who made that thing. She is. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, she's absolutely awesome. Just her uh, last time uh, I was able to really talk to her. It was like all her projects and ideas she's got going on. She's killing it. Uh, So it's hopefully we continue to see that trend and maybe it's uh, it's her uh, media business and everything else running the event in the future. We'll we'll cross fingers. Uh, But Uh, we'll, we'll hopefully get another good event like that. I, I feel Arizona 
does miss that niche a little bit that we have mm-hmm. for that very well organized event. We've got our good guys. We've got our winter and our spring nationals. That's fine. We got all of the auctions. That's great. Uh, but we don't really have kind of that that niche, that that future collector that here's some of our imports and everything else that we've got going on. We see that over in California. California, luckily, right. Yep. Uh, all day long. But when we go ahead and come to Arizona, we're, we're, we're pretty hot rotted. That is. And, and that's about it. Yeah, it's 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 hopefully we can figure something out because that show and that's the only one I've been able to attend as well because I I'm typically on the road traveling so at least I guess I can say this for on behalf of both of us at least we're able yeah. to go once if if we don't see it again so last yeah. year your first show you have a '92 Miata and you took you t- I mean I, I had a pretty cool award with. I think actually you got what second or first was what what award did you get because you got one of the cool ones right. I, I won uh, first and best modified. Yeah, so I got third and best modified. So I think the the GTR maybe got second. Yeah, uh, the big GTR poppy? was number two. Yeah, big big poppy. Big poppy, big poppy. Well, he's not on on the call, so we're not going to talk about <laughs> him too much. So you got first place best modified, man. What was that like? Uh, that was absolutely surreal. So it was uh, it was a really big moment for me. That car actually had only ran for two weeks prior to that show. Uh, occurring. So uh, I'd been working on the project for about a year and a half, almost two years. Uh, ended up moving in the middle, building the project uh, and and just doing it. So going up, showing out there and just getting the feedback from kind of seeing the people actually looking at the car was pretty surreal all the time and effort and hours. So you really start to kind of take in and, and you're humbled by it. You, you realize somebody actually notices, hey, you cared about that bolt. You care that you bent and polished your own stainless brake lines. You, you care to wrap this in carbon fiber or flip this or delete this or shave this. Like It was a really surreal feeling uh, to kind of get out there and, and kind of get that feedback and, and see what people actually thought of the car. So I, it was a really big, big adventure for me, really excited about it. Uh, and it kind of really led off to what was going to originally be the start of 2020. And, uh, right. And it was, uh, I had grand ideas once that event ended, but uh, I think, honestly, it was a really good feeling. That car, like I said, 92 Miata, uh, that project for me, it started actually, now I got to think of the years, I want to say six, seven years ago. Uh, It started actually as just a Christmas gift for my wife, uh, which (laughs) she holds above my head at times. Merry Christmas. I'm going to go ahead and take that back. Yeah, she's. Uh, it's, it was one of those. She didn't know what it was going to lead into, and then here we are. Uh, so it started as that, and it was my track car for autocross, and, and trying to go ready to do some rally, road rally, and stuff like that. And um, then I decided one day I had two Miatas at one point. I, I decided I was going to sell the one Miata and build a big turbo motor for uh, for this Miata. And 400 miles in, it spun a bearing and a rod knock into a brand new motor. So the, the car sat for a few months as I figured out what to do. Uh, and then we ended up, yeah, shaving, tucking, wire tucking everything, fuse box, uh, switch out to an ND motor, uh, completely different chassis and ITVs, uh, which sound really cool, but it's not big power motor. Uh, so we can but go it sounds like right. the ITBs. That's kind of one of those, those grail things that people get because not everybody has it. Yeah. So when you see it, you're like, Ooh, look at those, look at those horns sticking out of the hood. Yeah. You know, those, what we call them trumpets and a, a yeah. slight correction. 
I got second place. I'm staring at the trophy I was right say, now. I thought you got second a brief moment. Yeah, maybe but, Big Poppy got third. Uh, I actually, it's the, a photo from when we did the, what is it? The little cars and coffee. It's yeah. actually the wallpaper uh, for my work computer right now of my nice. car next to your car next nice. to Big Poppy's. So I, I see your car, I think, on the daily. <laughs> you probably don't have your trophy autographed by Fielding Shredder, though, do you? No, I do not. Not yeah. even a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm staring at it right now, sitting on top of my, my work laptop. So with your car, motor swap, all that kind of stuff, like what's your car putting down now? And it's so damn clean. Is it still just a dedicated show car or is it going to flip the switch and go right back into a go car like back in the autocross and stuff like that? Probably not uh, cross for the cones. Arizona actually switched where they don't run Bondurant anymore, and they only run Arizona Motor Park. Mm. And my my car is officially too loud for the decibel rating for Arizona Motor Park for autocross. Yeah. Uh, so that's a pass there. I have been able to get it out in Portia uh, recently quite a few times. Uh, so that's been fun to get it back out there and just, just rail on it a moment. Uh, so I've been, I've been excited bit by bit at the very beginning of the year. It was definitely maybe not as much going out. And then during the summer, uh, definitely was a tad hot as I was kind of dealing with a little bit of heat sink to begin with. Sure. Uh, it was the, the first summer with IQVs. I'm like, Oh, 115. You don't necessarily like it in midday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I, I've been back out and, and kind of trying to get up through the twisties and driving. I, I want to really take it out for a long road trip on it. So try to keep it show for the most part, but, uh, I'm definitely going to get out there and keep trying to drive it some more. So, uh, it's going to get a little bumps and bruises on some things. I've just established that's going to be the case. I know one day that front lip is going to shatter. It's going to happen. It's uh, not a build until it does. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's, not, <laughs> it's not a build till it does. Uh, my first scratch on the car was ever before it ever made it out of the garage. Uh, I had got it back from paint and I was pulling off a cam cap and it just slipped out of my hands and somehow shot mm. across the garage and just scratched my quarter panel. Uh, but Hey, that's the first one that goes in. You try to be careful. You try to go with it, but uh, you can always go back and readjust things. I know a guy that has a black NSX, and he had this this metal frame, like necks and tires of all things, in his garage, and he kept it like leaning against the wall and kept telling himself every day, I needed to move that, I need to move that, but just didn't move it. Mm-hmm. And one day he was working on his taillights, and the garage door was open, and it was windy, and oh, it, no. it blew this thing over and it put like a two inch or an inch and a half gash all the way down to the metal and this guy's black in a sex in the driver's side door. Oh my God. That is painful sounding. Yeah, that was my car and it still has a scratch in it. Oh, no. <laughs> so, that, that, you know who's been behind it the whole time it was me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the guilty. And, and you know what? I didn't even look. When I heard it, I knew exactly what had happened. What I, happened. Didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. want to see how bad it was. And then I ended up wrapping the car like two weeks later and it was planned to wrap it. Yeah. But it's kind of one of those things where I take a little of that black wax every once in mm-hmm. a while and kind of put it over there and touch it up because I don't feel like taking it in and paying all this all this money to get it redone. But oh, so what sure. are we what are we teaching the people today, man, for the builder's corner? Uh, so what I want to kind of go about is when you're kind of nutting and bolting a car, right? So the Miata was the vehicle that I tore down literally to an absolute tub and so when you're going to really build out things show and, and really go to take things on fresh and even if you're just doing some maintenance sometimes it's really good to throw in some fresh hardware 
Uh, and that is something that you really want to kind of take into account for details. I know your vehicle is spot on with this on making sure through things, just every little tiny detail is taken into account. And, and that's really what starts to set cars off into the next level as you build it out. So uh, my biggest thing is, it's, it's going to sound funny, tiniest tool, cheap. You might have one already. It is literally going to be the thread pitch tool that is in your tap and die set. And uh, basically, you can find a measuring tool. I think it's at Lowe's or Home Depot that just tells you the size of the bolt, the diameter, and ultimately the length of it. So it's, it's really trivial, but there's no way as you're nutting, bolting, trying to take things specific to it, you're going to find the exact specific thread pitch for everything. So if you're working on a Miata, I don't know, a Contour SVT, maybe an NSX, something random, you're not going to find it. So uh, one of my biggest tools that I use constantly when building this vehicle and as I start working on the next project is, is just simply that. So um, for our average person who who maybe has not been able to connect the dots, what does a pitch oh, tool do and what does yeah, it look so, like? Yeah, it looks like, a, it looks like a little Swiss Army knife. Like a little comb, it's right? little comb it just pops out and you'll see little numbers on it so 0.9 1 1.25 1 1.5 if you're doing metric you take your bolt out and you check with your comb to see specifically what that thread pitch is and that what that's going to allow you to do is know when if you have to go to ace if you're ordering online for bolts uh, depending on what you're doing you know exactly the thread pitch it is so whatever you buy you're not takes a guesswork out yeah, too much ugga-dug is on it with it and stripping out something where you've got a whole new thread issue that you're dealing with. So very simple tool, looks like a little comb. And the other one basically looks like that play school set where you're as a kid where you have to put like circles in the right dot. It just says like M6789, 10, 12, et cetera, kind of down the line. And you can go ahead and use it for your sizing. So it's a, it's a very basic tool. Uh, but it is something from a builder perspective that is clutch. Um, yeah. not, not everybody's going to notice the details. Uh, one of my favorite things on the Miata, nobody will ever see unless you're changing the oil. So AKA me, uh, but <laughs> right. the, the oil pan, I, I polished it out entirely. And every single one of the bolts that holds the oil pan is one of the kind of the beauty bolts specifically with the nice washer and the head and the Allen key. Super cool looking when you're underneath it. Again, nobody will see it but me, but it's those tiny details that in the end really kind of start to set these builds apart, especially as you're getting into these more competitive shows like Future Collector Car Show. And uh, for example, your car being at SEMA is, is a great point as well. It's just when you get your vehicles to those levels, take that effort, take that care. It will, it will pay dividends for sure. Yeah, it makes a difference. And then you can always go next level, lowrider car show and buy the mirror and kind of slide oh, underneath oh, your car so they can yeah. see that, man. That way you know <laughs> that uh, they can see your hard work there. The, the, the drive shafts that are more engraved <laughs> than yep. wedding rings I've seen before. So yeah, it's uh, those guys are amazing when it comes to it. But that it would be one of those things that I talk from a builder's perspective. Pay attention to the tiny details. It's what makes up a vehicle, uh, and it will really go ahead and set your car apart. And how can people find you? So I'm looking at your your page here. So we have N Hammond, N-H-A-M-M-O-N. Yep, that is my Instagram. That is the social media you'll be able to find me at. I am... I will be honest, I'm pretty bad at social media at times. I've tried to be... Last year, I was trying to be effective and, and busy and post consistently, and unfortunately... 
I get busy with work and, and other items and I, I forget to post. I'm going to try to, my goal in 2021 is to be a little bit more consistent, but uh, you can find me there. Uh, if you ever want to see the video of the car running, there's a link at the top. Uh, a good friend of mine uh, ended up recording that video as well. So uh, definitely worth it. Check out as well. Well, beautiful page, beautiful layout, beautiful photos. You guys got to check out this this motor work that he has with everything tucked. So by tucked, that means they take all the wires and get them the hell out of the way. So it literally looks like an, a motor, an engine just sitting in an engine bay and everything is spotless. So you guys make sure you check them out in Hammond. Thanks, man. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. I want to thank everybody for coming on and giving their picks. By the time this comes out, we're going to find out. You know, will Tom Brady be the second quarterback in NFL history to lead two different teams to the Super Bowl? Or will Patrick Mahomes be the youngest quarterback in NFL history to win two Super Bowls and most likely two Super Bowl MVPs? This is kind of one of those games where it's like, so you, sometimes you have those Super Bowls where you don't really care who's playing and you don't really care about the game because the Super Bowls, they become an event. And while we're not having, while we didn't have an event, I don't know if I'm going to talk past tense. Or future tense, because technically the game comes on in an hour from right now. It is 3.30 on Sunday, February 7th. I'm talking to you. Yeah, so some games, you know, you have interest in both teams. But it's rare that you don't, it's rare that the outcome is good for both cities, you know. Like, let's be honest. When the New England Patriots went in 2007-2008, and they were on pace to set history and win the most games most of us wanted to witness history. Nobody wanted the fucking Giants to win unless you're from New York or you're just a Brady hater. This game, I don't have a problem with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I think it's cool for Andy Reid to get a second Super Bowl ring if they actually ended up winning, which I don't know if they did. I'm so conflicted with this closing. Anyway, one of the right Honda, higher quality detail, Korea Automotive, NSX Channel, Booster Bath, and Four Wheel Online. Special thanks to NS Extra, Chris Cutt, Ryan Eversley, Jane D'Amelio, Joseph Gatt, Juan Valencia, Catherine. Thank you so much for your support to this show. Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, consistently has one of the top three podcasts in the world. CarCast with Adam Carolla. Noah R. Nelson, thank you for coming on. Writer, producer. Noel G. That's right. Hector. Thank you, Hector, for coming on. Peter Cunningham, good friend of mine. Thank you for coming on. Wes. Tankersley, always catch us on One Drink Wednesdays on Instagram Live. For now, we may move that to another platform. I'm trying to pick up a sponsor. Wally Apolito, last but not least. So Jay Finning and Stefan, don't call me Steven Salonga. This is the Hard Parker Podcast. Follow me on Instagram, NA2NSX or Jay Travels, JHA underscore travels. Join the Hard Parking Violations Facebook group. It's free if you can find it on, well, Facebook, become a Patreon, get access to cool audio, special stuff. Most importantly, please subscribe and tell a friend because I can't grow unless you tell everybody how really cool this podcast is. Let's do this. Let's grow this thing together. Are you tired of blowing out your back at the bathtub while washing your dog or subjecting your canine to a water torture bath while leashed up to a post outside? Now there's a far more effective way to wash your pet while saving your back and keeping your dog happy. It's called Booster Bath. 
a portable bathtub on legs. Head over to BoosterBath.com, one word, and pick one up. Available in three sizes, this tub system features a drain, a soap cubby, and water-controlling wand. This tub conveniently breaks down to be stored when not in use. Want to save 10% on your first-time purchase? Head over and sign up today to make that happen. BoosterBath.com Are you tired of your dog losing its cool in a thunderstorm or fireworks? You might want to look at Tongue Treats. TongueTreats.com High anxiety relief, pain relief, inflammation relief. It's a direct connection between the tongue and the brain. Doesn't waste time going down to the stomach where it gets broken down, enters the bloodstream, then to the brain eventually. By then, little Izzy, my dog, has been hiding under the house for like 20 minutes. The Tongue Treat CBD strips provide rapid results for your pet with the right amount of CBD, which is not psychoactive. It's important to test and verify your pet is getting the proper dosage. A single strip should be enough. Have doubts? There's certified analysis from a lab available on the website. Think about it. Efficacy and economy. Tongue Treats.